0: I'm just a hard worker, man, you know, uh, try to get my job done. With that. That's the goal, you know, beat the man that's in front of me and just win. That's it.
1: What is it that you like about Lamar and his game?
0: Like you said, energy. It's just his style of play. He, he, he wants it. He uh, makes it happen. He told me, get ready to work. This <laughs> <laughs> practice
2: are no joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: everything. He said they're going to work. He's...
1: Welcome into the lounge. Wait, fans, that voice you hear is Ryan Mink. It's been a while. Oh, a, get out of it's here. It's been a while. I was here all last week. It's been a while. We just didn't do a pod. Welcome back. It's good to hear it's been a while since your voice you know, has been on this podcast. I was here on Friday waiting for you. Where were you? You weren't here on Friday.
2: I was here half day. <laughs> no, I, was, you I was half day.
1: <laughs> you were not here on Friday. I was ready to
2: tape one on Friday, but then the Seth Roberts signing happened. Yep. And so that kind of you know threw us off. And so we could follow back with him on Monday. Came in building today to sign his contract and we said, he said, he said, we didn't say. Right. He was like, he said, the first I thing signed I gotta a contract do contract
1: and I gotta come on the lounge. You know, it, you know, it's like when they, you know, the, they have the MVP that wins the Super Bowl, I'm like, what are you gonna do next? I'm going to Disney World. That He's was the same it. thing. Seth signed his contract in Eric Costas' office. He goes, What do you wanna do next, Seth? What do you want? He said, I wanna do the lounge. I wanna do the lounge. <laughs> it's a
2: bargaining chip, you know. People,
1: free agents, they know they want to come here because of the lounge. Right. You know, it's like, hey, check out this beautiful facility. There's this exciting team. There's this podcast that we have.
2: <laughs> yeah, we're done. uh our making, making up lies. Um, anyway, uh, to the mailbag here. To, as always, you can reach us at the Lounge at ravens.nfl.net. We got a good one here, this one from Josh Lang. A little outside the box, okay? There's we like of, outside the box. Yeah, we like this. There's a lot of like draft questions and stuff now, but this one is kinda of unique. So it says, am I the only one who thought Lamar Jackson had a bad relationship with his mouth guard Ooh. last season? <laughs> yeah, that took a twist there.
1: <laughs> yeah, okay. It
2: says, I am not a dentist, but I am concerned about how Lamar usually had his purple mouth guard hanging outside of his mouth <laughs> even during plays. It seems like he needs a new one that fits him better that allows him to call plays clearly and keep it in place during plays, especially when he's running. Let's get the equipment team on this, blah, blah, blah. Thanks, Josh in Odenton. So we've talked a lot about injury concerns with Lamar. Where does the mouth guard... The dental... And the the teeth, dental injuries? Where does the teeth... Where do the teeth rank on that?
1: You know, that's a good question. One of my good buddies, Scott, is a dentist. I need to get him on the horn to figure out, is this a concern? You know, what happens if you take a shot and you got the mouth guard hanging outside your mouth?
2: Well, you know, I have... I have shallow roots because I took a baseball bat to my mouth when I was five. This serious. <laughs> I, actually, I did know
1: that. So
2: I do have to wear a mouth guard when I play basketball because I take one elbow. I'm spitting chiclets. Yeah. All right. These things are coming out.
1: That's true. It I, imagine not that a mailbag looking like a hockey player. Is it, isn't one of those front teeth hanging on by a thread? Both of them. <laughs> Both of them. I take
2: one elbow. If you, so.
1: if you bite into an apple, there's a 50-50 oh, shot that's coming out. I try to bite an apple with my molars. <laughs> I go to the back. It's always weird at lunch I see Make just cutting up his food real small like he's giving it to a child. I'm just gumming apples. <laughs> oh, so I am a little concerned it is, about Lamar. It, it is funny when you look at the pictures though. Like you look It at the is pictures, awesome. He's always chewing on it like outside of his mouth. It's true. Steph Curry does that in the NBA mm. but I feel like You know, in the NBA, you're not taking as big a shot. So you do have the risk of the elbow in the NBA. Maybe, maybe he has the ability to kind of suck it back in and put it in place before he takes a hit. That's I don't know. People say that he knows how to protect himself. Maybe that's part of (laughs) it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it's like his Michael Jordan thing. You know, the tongue out, mouth guard out. That's his thing. I think so. I think we're onto something. All right. So final verdict mildly concerned mildly not i think he's going to be okay
1: he has the ability to protect himself we'll go with that one exactly we'll have to talk to rg3 about this get some coaching from him on that yeah anyway and if you're a dentist you can email the lounge at ravens.nfl.net let us know what you think if that is a concern we're gonna get one from gaboski yeah there you go yeah
2: um so thank you for the email and uh with that said let's jump into our interview with the ravens new wide receiver seth roberts kind of whirlwind for you here Seth just flying the to town you're
0: flying out immediately right <laughs> just what is, what's it been like uh, man it's, it's been awesome so far man just meeting everybody uh, in the building you know uh, all the coaches and, you know GM and, and everybody man it's an awesome feeling um, everybody's smiling It just it feels it feels like home.
2: Yeah. yeah. Well, even beyond that, I mean, released by the Raiders and signed one day later. <laughs> talk about whirlwind. I mean, did you even have times to really process? All right, I just got released, or was it immediate that the Ravens called you?
0: Nah, I didn't even really process it, man. You know, uh, like I said, my agent, you know, they got on the phone and just started working. And, you know, Baltimore felt like I need to be here, you know. I yeah. want to be here, so...
1: Take, I always like to get the kind of behind-the-scenes story of what's going on during that 24, 48-hour stretch. I mean, are you, were you talk to a couple of different teams? Were the Ravens the one that from the start you felt like this is probably going to be the best fit?
0: Yeah, the Ravens was the best fit, you know, at that point in time. And, you know, man, like I said, me and my agent, uh, we talked about it over the phone. It just felt like this is the best position. And, you know, um, with, with the quarterback, you know, I like Lamar, you know, I like his style of game. And I'm, I'm real happy, you know, to be a part of, you know, that offense. What is what is it that
1: you like about Lamar and his game?
0: Like you said, energy. It's just his style of play. He, 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 he wants it. He uh, makes it happen, you know. He uh, can get up and down the field. He can run, you know, he can throw. I, I like that. I like his game. Yeah, and here, I mean, obviously, they're kind of
2: rebuilding the wide receiver unit, so yeah. you know, you have an opportunity to certainly emerge, uh, which is something I think I assume you've been looking forward to, you yeah. know, even from Oakland. Yeah. Kind of what what's that feeling like for you, and how exciting is that for you?
0: It's gonna be it's gonna be a process, you know. And I'm ready for the process. Uh, and I think it's gonna be really good, you know. I'm a guy that you know come in, I'm a work, you know. And I know that it's going to be bumps in the road, but I'm ready for that, you know. So I'm going to be able to master it, I feel like.
2: Well, you talk about Lamar and his running ability. I saw soon after we signed you, you know, some highlights start popping up on Twitter. And I saw one of you blocking like 60 yards (laughs) downfield for a long run. I was like, here we go. I like this guy already. Lamar's (laughs) going to love him
0: too. Yeah, can't wait, man. You know, I take that blocking pretty serious. My uh college coach Desmond Lindsay he instilled that and it was re- really big in, in in college so you know I bring that aspect to the game here you know I, I feel like I have that man I'm I'm a protective man that, that that's next to me you know and I I, I respect the same you know I'm going to give my all for for the guy right next to me and I feel like he should do the same
1: so it's interesting you know, that to hear you talk about wanting to play in this offense and wanting to play with Lamar and loving his game, because I think that outside there's a perception that some receivers may not want to play here because Lamar, you know, he, he's such a dynamic runner. and yeah. uh, We're going to run the ball a lot. We're going to run the ball a lot. Are you going to give them that, that much action? Uh, but Coach Harbaugh has talked about the fact that there's definitely receivers that want to play here, and you're obviously one of those guys. Can you talk a little bit about that and how maybe that perception is inaccurate and why it was not the case for you?
0: Uh, you know, um... I mean, you just have to come in and play, man. I'm that type of guy who just come to work and just make it happen, you know. I'm not going to be mad or pissed off about anything as long as smiling faces. Like I said, that guy got my back. I'm going to have his back, you know. Whatever, you know, the coach want me to do, I'm going to come in and do it. That's what type of guy I am, you know. So, I mean, (laughs) I had to work for everything I had, so, Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna just come in and work, man. You, you knew, uh, you know Michael Crabtree,
1: you guys played together in Oakland. He obviously was here last year. Yeah. Uh, what, did he share anything with you about what it's
0: like being here in Baltimore? Yeah, he says it's awesome. Nice. Yeah, yeah he said the feeling the people here are great. You know, uh, He told me, get ready to work. <laughs> <laughs> His practices are no joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, everything. He said they're gonna work you. So yeah, man, that's that, that's my big brother, man, Michael. Yeah. Well, you, you mentioned
2: just you've had to work for everything, coming out undrafted, yeah. you know, and then immediately being an impact player for the Raiders, just coming out of West Alabama, yeah, right? West I Alabama. Mean, yeah, I mean, just your story then before that it was Pearl River Community yeah. College. So, I mean, you've, go, you've taken kind of <laughs> the, the winding path, yeah, you know, to yeah, where you are now. Just, yeah. you know, where did you get that work ethic from and, and how has that kind of shaped you?
0: I think my dad. Mm-hmm. Like, I started off playing basketball uh, when I was a little boy, and he used to get up and make me train when I was in the sixth grade, so mm. that kind of transferred into football, just right after the season, going to train, get ready, get prepared for the season, the upcoming season, so I would say my dad, he really pushed me. Why
2: Why do you think you were, you know, a lately recruited guy, or why did you take that path? Do you feel like instead of big D1 schools and all that?
0: I went to a private school in and, and high school, Gotcha. you know, so... Uh, basketball was my first love okay and, you know, I started uh, playing football my junior year in high school and you know I feel like that's why I was was a pick low you know right. went to junior college
1: so when did you when did football sort of shift like at what point did you feel like you know what I think this football thing is now taking over as my love instead of basketball
0: well my senior year I had a, a coach come in defense uh, Leroy Smith he went to Florida State yeah, and he came in and he just put it to me like you know he asked me how many people is on the basketball court <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and i said well, it's 10 you know and he said on the football field it's 22 people right and so that just clicked in my head like you know you have a better chance in, in football than basketball and i played against some top tier guys in, in in basketball and my competition to their competition wasn't up the far, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so I had to face that fact. Like, yeah, man, you know, I'm just I'm gonna try football. I'm <laughs> <laughs> good basketball player. Huh, Great basketball. Yeah, player. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly.
2: Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's funny. So how did it, how long did it take you to like develop your game? Being that you were a late starter to football,
0: it really didn't take long, man. Cause um, you know I played in pee wee, but I stopped in like fourth or fifth grade. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I just picked it up kind of fast, you know. Uh, going to a private school, there wasn't many guys playing there. You know, they needed some guys, and I tr- I had just transferred and mm-hmm. was playing basketball. And I think I came out on the first or second day of school, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna try to play football. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So, what do you think about joining this receiving core? You got? Willie Steed who's also a veteran. Yeah. Chris Moore, who's going into his fourth season. Mm-hmm. Then you've got two second-year players and Jordan Lastly, Jalisco. You're going to obviously have some draft picks yeah. who are going to be here. It's a young group. I mean, mm-hmm. you're the veteran now of that group. Um,
0: you and Willie. Yeah, you and <laughs>
1: Willie. I mean, you guys are are the veterans of that group. What do you think about, A, being the veteran, and, and just, B, joining this group overall?
0: Well, you know, I'm going to just come in and, and uh – you know, try to lead by example. Everything that I've learned, you know, through my post years, and and you know, just try to help the, the younger guys. You know, be on board and um, just try to help them out. You know, mm-hmm. from the transition. Yeah, yeah. yeah, just lead by example.
2: You have you have some familiarity with the Ravens, being that you've played against us yeah. each of the last four years, right? Is it three or four years straight? Like three. Three years we, straight. We missed
0: a year playing. God. Okay. Yeah. All
2: right. And, and there's I saw some touchdowns were sprinkled in there too, <laughs> right? Yeah. Including one, a at, couple at M&T Bank Stadium. One. One. All right.
0: Yeah.
2: All right. So so there's a little. You're used to making plays in Baltimore, then. Yeah. <laughs> Just how much? <laughs> how much do you feel like you learned about the Ravens from playing against the Ravens? Uh, I
0: don't know. <laughs> you know, just playing, man. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah just playing ball, man, you know, just getting up, man, making it happen, man. That's
2: it. How would you describe your game, and how does basketball play into that, you know? Nah, how Just describe your game.
0: I'm just a hard worker, man, you know, uh, try to get my job done. With that. That's the goal, you know, beat the man that's in front of me and just win. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So when you step on the field next year, what do you think that Ravens fans are going to be getting from you when they watch you play?
0: They're going to get everything. Everything blood sweat and tears, man
1: Didn't you have four four game winners?
2: In Oakland, four-game winning touchdowns, I want to say. I'm not sure. You don't even hard. know your stats.
0: How do <laughs> I know your <laughs> stats? He's over here trying to pump you up. It's you're like, it's like 3 or 4 man. Oh, I man. think it was 4. It you're was being four? humble. You're being humble. Cause, yeah, cause, yeah, I'm very humble.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, is it a clutch, Gene? Did you just get the ball at the right time? What do we got going here? I guess you
0: can say that. I got the ball at the right time. It just just made it happen. You've you got to, you know, come through. You want to win. Right. Yeah.
1: Do, do you kind of relish though, in all honesty, the big moment? The you know end of the game. You want right. the ball, not like in an adversarial way, but you want the pressure on you. And I moments. know that
0: you know, adrenaline and it's time. Like you got, you got, you got to have it. Like you know. Yeah. It's either I'm gonna have it or that man gonna have it, but I want it though. Yeah. Right. You know.
1: Right. So. Awesome. Hey. Right. Well, that's exciting. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure you'll get your opportunities here, bro. Yeah,
0: I <laughs> cool. will. Thanks. Well, thank you for doing this. Thanks Appreciate, you, time.
1: Appreciate yeah, it, Appreciate it. All right, Well, so thank you so much to Seth. Um, he, he's a whole businessman. He wants to come here. He wants to work. And uh, he's not, you know, I don't think he's too interested in all, like, the different projections or anything like that. He just wants to come in here at work and, uh, and get after it.
2: He's not interested in my, my review of his stats.
1: Yeah, you, had, you tried a bunch of different stats. You were throwing them all out there. He was like, I don't know. He's was
2: like, I? I don't know. I was playing football, man. He, rem- <laughs> he reminds me of Crabtree. Right? I agree with that. Like he's he's got that laid back kind of West Coast vibe about him, uh, and and you ask him any question and he says, "I just want to play football." Right. <laughs> that's that's Crabtree, man. I think I think Crab rubbed off on him a little bit. Yeah. So uh, good, dude, Seth. I think he's that is part of what I've I've heard. The buzz about him is is like real hard worker. No, uh-huh. well, Derek Carr in his Instagram post. After he shouted out his game-winning touchdowns, also shout out how hard this dude works. So uh, I think he'll fit in really well here in, in Baltimore.
1: So it's interesting. Like the receiving core is still it's it's coming more into focus. shape, I guess, focus. Yeah, mm-hmm. but there's still certainly questions. Like for me, I like the addition, but I don't think that this addition really has any bearing on what the Ravens do in the draft. That's my feeling. I would like, agree with I, that. I think that. If they feel like at number 22, there's a receiver there that they really like, they're going to go draft him. I still think, regardless of whether they draft one in the first round, that they're going to draft a receiver in the first two days, somewhere in that mix.
2: Oh yeah. I'd be surprised if it weren't the first two days, but, um, you know, if, if they ended up trading back in the second round or even, you know, got another second or third round pick or whatnot, I I could see wide receiver being a, a second round pick, um, but, you know, I, I think that we all have to kind of change our, our frame of reference here and just wake up to the fact that in this offense, receiver isn't the most important position. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, like, I just don't know that people are, are just clamoring, worried but about what do you, receiver so what do, you, what do you think it is? Like, so you you're saying basically— Oh, I, I think probably— uh, Obviously, quarterback is the most important. Right, right. Behind quarterback, I would say running back, offensive line, and tight end are all more important probably in this offense than wide receiver. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think tight end beats out receiver, and the Ravens are in a pretty good position with that. Yeah, I think – so I don't think the Ravens – And they just re-signed Nick Boyle. I mean, let's look at all the moves so far this Mm offseason. They all point to pound the ball. We're going to run the ball a lot. I mean, priority signing Nick Boyle. Yeah, he was like the first guy signed in terms of the guys that were free agents. Mark Ingram, the other offensive signing. Right. Now, Seth Roberts, I mean, it's a good addition, but it's not like you went out there and, and, you know, it was a one-year deal. It's not like you went out there and spent top dollar on the top free agent wide receiver. You didn't go after Golden Tate or something like that. Mm -hmm. So I think that we shouldn't be surprised if there isn't a wide receiver in the first two rounds. I, I agree with you probably. First three,
1: I'd be surprised if it weren't the first three. But also part of it, the reason I say first three is because as of now the Ravens don't have a first round pick, so like right, if right. they it's don't take a first or third, right. so that's kind of, that's Correct. a big part of that. If they had a second round pick, I would probably be saying first two, um, right? But yeah. I I don't disagree with you, but I do think like there is someone's got to play receiver, and I agree that there's not they well, have people that you but you need Chris Moore might be a starter this year. Chris Moore could certainly be a starter, but I still think that you need I don't necessarily what I hear you saying is you can just put anybody out there receiver. It's kind of what I hear. I'm not saying that you can put anybody. I'm just saying the the
2: game here is the allotment of resources. Mm -hmm. And I, the Ravens have A, never allotted that many resources to wide receiver, especially draft capital. Now
1: with Lamar Jackson, I expect them perhaps a lot even fewer. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, Eric has made it pretty clear that they need to take more shots there. He said that at the pre-draft presser. He said that previously, too. Yes. And I think but that- But that's always—that
2: answer is always to the question of what's it going to take for you guys to hit on more wide receiver draft picks? Mm-hmm. And I agree. The answer to that is got to take more shots. Like, that also is kind of an explanation on why they haven't hit yeah. very much, right? But just because he says, in order to hit on wide receivers, you got to take more shots, doesn't mean he's going to take more shots.
1: I just So I think it's—I'd have to look this up again. In the past seven years, I think they've only taken one receiver in the first three rounds.
2: Yeah, Torrey Smith. Well— Well, no, no, no sorry. Brashad and Torrey. Right. Uh,
1: it had to, but I think— in the last, I, I can't remember. Torrey, Smith was, Torrey Smith was 2011. Yes. So
2: since John Harbaugh's been here, it's been two. Well, there's also Tanner Doss was a third, correct? No, he was a fourth. He was a fourth,
1: okay. 2008. Since 2008, there's been two. Okay, so that's over the past 11 years. I think that over the next 11 years, there's going to be more than two receivers taken in the first three Probably. Rounds. I mean, it's so hard. To that's my point. 11 though. years
2: from now, Lamar Jackson... Who knows? I know, I know. But, 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 Who knows?
1: but you're. I disagree with the notion that they may allot even fewer draft capital resources because I just think that, like, at some point, you need to add more playmakers to this offense. And I think that you can... Where are, the, where are the playmakers? they are the early rounds of the drafts and I think that you're gonna wa- want to get some of those guys early on. I just think that you need to add playmakers. You could do that at running back. You already got one at quarterback. Yeah. So I just think that's where you need to find those guys.
2: Here's, here's the other part of this since we're doing the deep dive in the wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eric DaCosta has talked about how the rest of the league values wide receivers ahead higher than what he thinks they should be, essentially. Yeah. Right? As the passing game has become more prolific and more people are doing it. Well, the Ravens relish the opportunity to go the other way Mm -hmm. with Lamar Jackson. They're zigging when everybody else is zagging. Right. And so why would they, in order to draft a good wide receiver, I think what Eric DaCosta believes is you have to overvalue them. You have to draft him earlier than he thinks. Yeah, yeah. So why would the Ravens play that game when they they don't value wide receiver maybe as high as other people, right? Like, yeah, yeah. like if they're looking to 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 really uh, maximize their the position they're in and valuing other players higher, then they should go after offensive linemen because they slide of a sudden, down right, the board.
1: Right. All of a sudden, you have a, the the best guard in the draft who is there at 22, you know, they're they're drafting wide receivers and they're drafting pass rushers and corners and whatever. Right, so why would you like stretch yourself to draft a wide receiver in this scenario? Yeah.
2: I just don't see why. I think, I think they'll get some guys in the middle or later rounds is my expectation because they need guys. There'll be some bargains. The hot names won't go as high. You Mm -hmm. know, once you get past the first couple rounds, those guys won't be overvalued as much, I think. So you'll try
1: to find some diamonds in the rough. I also think that a lot of this comes down to, and we've talked about this before, is the type of receiver that fits the Ravens. And I think that, historically speaking, when you look at guys that would be at the top of draft boards, big-bodied outside target that can go up and make tough, contested catches outside the hash marks, I don't think that that is the ideal fit in this offense because of the way that this offense is going to play and the quarterback that you have. I think it's somebody that can take a screen pass and, and take that 20 yards.
2: I kind of think you need both. You know, I, I definitely agree that they need, I think in this draft, they will add a speedster. I, I think they will add somebody in the John Brown-esque mold, but with probably a little more lateral quickness well, that, that's I think than John. The, yeah, like, John was
1: kind of a go-route, post-route guy. Like, you say speed, and I think John, I think Torrey Smith. I don't think that that's really what the Ravens uh, need. I mean, I think they
2: want that kind of guy Certainly. with a little more wiggle who can run some more of those end rounds right. and jet sweeps and all
1: I mean, that. Chris stuff. Moore's a speed guy and they use him for yeah. some of that jet sweep. Yeah. Imagine if you can get a guy a that, faster version of Chris Moore. A faster version more with more with ball in his hands. Exactly.
2: Yeah, I think that they That's would, the to me that's the ideal guy. I agree. I think that I think that that's probably the most important piece that they still need to add yes. because if every, if the safeties are sucking up to stop the run, then you need to be able to beat them over the top. You need to be able to beat them with some of that quick hitter, slant, all that stuff that mm-hmm. we're talking about. But I also think that a big-bodied red zone guy who can make contested catches because Lamar is not the most accurate quarterback right now. He has a big wingspan. He can body up receivers. Is that and our guy
1: Seth Roberts? Maybe that's Seth Roberts. I mean, Seth Roberts six, is good in the red zone.
2: He's 6'2". I mean, he's not, like, the biggest guy.
1: But he's a, he's a big-bodied guy that can make tough catches in the in the red zone. Sure. Like, that's, you know, he took he he had a, he scored a number of touchdowns. I don't know, you're the stats guy. How many touchdowns did he have over the course of his career in Oakland? He,
2: early on, he had a lot. Yeah. Um, he yeah, he a was career. a good
1: red zone threat, my yes. point is, in Oakland.
2: Yeah, he, he could be that guy. Yeah. Potentially. So, um, anyway, I, I, all this said, I do expect the Ravens to probably draft. I, I expect them to draft two wide receivers. I just don't know. Everybody's still talking about the first or, or trade back and take a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. You know, the... Uh, the Keel Harrys of the world, the DK Metcalfs of the world, all those top guys. Keen Butler,
1: maybe. Keen Butler. AJ Brown.
2: Yeah. Paris Campbell. I mean, I, I yeah. just don't know that I'm, maybe I'm tipping my hand for my mock draft
1: here, and I know you like to copy me, but I just don't <laughs> know that that's going to happen.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All right. So. Well, we speaking of mock drafts, we are, within the next couple of weeks, the, leading up to the draft, we will do our full seven-round mock on the pod, as always. I, yes. We will. And we'll see if you can say hi. You had a good year last year. I'll give it to you. Great year. Best year, year you've ever had. And as I said hey, before...
2: and Orlando Brown Jr. Just, I strayed, just a
1: recap. I strayed from my strategy last year. And I'm going to get back on track this year.
2: What's that? What strategy did you stray from?
1: I just overthought it. Overthought you, it you last year. You went down my road. Tinker. I overthought it last year. Also, when you took Orlando Brown, I, I love the Orlando Brown pick. I knew the Ravens would love to draft him. And... I just, for whatever reason, you claimed him, and then I gave it to you. So from here, just like I claimed Matthew Judon. Also, though, on the podcast last year, and on the po- stole Matthew Judon from on me. On the podcast last year, you didn't take Hayden Hurst. I just want to correct the record there. Hey, it's you, it's you put out multiple it's mocks. Pen, it's pen to paper. Yeah, you put out version. multiple mock drafts. You didn't have him there. <laughs> All right. So uh, as always, we love to hear from you guys. Uh, you can email us at the lounge at ravens.nfl.net. Um, and later this week, uh, I'm supposed to get Mel Kuiper. Supposed to get Mel Kuiper on the horn. So. When well, you're out of the office, yeah, I'm, at the work.
2: Have turned. I'm at a work oh, event. I'm at a work event. Where's this one? A work event. Where is this one? Work. Another Austin, Texas. Where
1: are you going this time? Hey, huh? I don't pick the locations. Huh? I just got go to go where they send me. Going to LA? I, I just go where they send me. Yeah. Where's this one? Come on. I Denver. Don't... Denver. Yeah, exactly. 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 Nice, Denver. I, I go wherever they send me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. So that's it for us. As always, thanks for listening. And we will be back with you guys either later this week or early next week.